Hello and welcome back to another episode of Three Point Play. Today is just gonna be me, Vijay, here today. Uh, coming off of Game Three, Celtics Bucks, and obviously really close there at the end. Celtics came back, made a fourth quarter huge run after a horrible third quarter, and just fell a little bit short. But definitely a lot of analysis on this game. I definitely saw a lot of things here that I thought were really interesting. So, first of all, let's start off with Jason Tatum. He had a really bad game uh, for his standards. 4 of four, 19, over 6 from 3, 10 points, 3 assists. Uh, he had 4 blocks on the defensive end. Yeah, I think he had a really clutch steal at the end, uh, 3 turnovers. And let's start with how are the Bucks defending Jason Tatum? They're running around the screens on offense, and then they are contesting from his side. And they're making it really just a living hell for him. He has no way to create open looks for himself. Wesley Matthews is doing a great job individually on a one-on-one defense on Jason Tatum. And my biggest issue with him, and we can see how this parallels to Jalen Brown, is that when he comes off the screen on pick and rolls, he is looking straight to just attack. And that's not what you want to do against the Bucks. They have Brooke Lopez, Giannis, and Bobby Portis. Two out of the, two of those three are almost always on the court. You're not gonna outmuscle them. You're not gonna outjump them. Those guys are, are all like Giannis and Lopez are seven footers. who are strong. Portis is like six ten. JT Tatum's only like six eight. Like yes, he's a big guy. He's a strong man. But he's not gonna outmuscle two of those guys with Wesley Matthews trailing and help defense coming and Drew Holiday swiping at the ball. It's not a good game plan. And so I just think Tatum needs to revert back to, I think, what we saw in, what was it? I think it was game two in the Brooklyn game. It was one of the games where he had like seven assists in the first half. It's just that when they came off the pick and rolls and they were blitzing him, he was making great reads. He was being decisive. And I just feel like when Tatum misses shots and shots, and he's missing open looks. And obviously today he was missing some open looks. He still got open looks. Then he gets frustrated and he wants to put points on the board. So he ends up just attacking off those pick and rolls and doesn't end up getting good looks on offense. If we parallel this to Jalen Brown, I feel he was amazing, especially in that fourth quarter. When he, when he comes off those pick and rolls, he is decisive, he is deliberate, he is reading the defense, and he's doing a great job of it. He's finding the open man, he's making the right play, and he is so aggressive in transition that it creates so many and one opportunities and so many great shots. I remember at the end with like with like 30 seconds left, he turned a he turned the corner on like a spin move on I forget who it was when we were down by I think 3 or something like that and he went up for a shot and he missed it. And I wasn't mad at that cuz it was a semi transition shot. It was a really good look at the rim and that's what that's how we've been coming back the whole game. So I think Jalen Brown this game did it a really good job compared to Tatum. Tatum he needs to slow down and just read the defense better. Obviously, the Bucks defense is doing a great job. The Bucks defense is really just pushing everything. They're, the Bucks defense is executing their, their game plan 100%. They're pushing everything into their huge guys in the middle, and they're forcing these open looks, and they're making guys like Derek White, Marcus Smart, and like Grant Williams shoot, shoot these open threes. If we look today, Grant Williams, 1 for 6 from 3. Peyton Pritchard 0 for 2 from 3. Tatum 0 for 6 from 3. Marcus Smart 1 for 4. Jalen Brown 1 for 5. So, you know, these guys, they're not hitting the open shots. It was an ugly game. These guys are shooting below average. Both teams shot 20 
Fox shot 26% from three. The Celtics shot 27% from three. Uh, from the field, Celtics were 36%, and the Bucks were 40%. The, these, this was an ugly game, if you look at it. So, I just... The Bucks are doing a really good job. Uh, what else I want to talk about? Bad transition defense. The Celtics transition defense has was really bad this game. Drew Holiday, which is one of their biggest shot creators. Obviously, this man took 30 shots today. 30 shots. He had 25 points. He shot 3 for 10 from 3. But we're just leaving him wide open on, on in transition and on like corner threes and top of the key. There's one transition play in the third quarter where he dribbled up and just shot a mid-range shot. No one stopped ball. No one picked him up. And he had a wide open mid-range look. And he's one of their best shot creators and shot takers on that team off the dribble. Besides Giannis. There's no Chris Middleton. So I don't understand why we're not picking him up. Who else is going to take those shots off the dribble besides Drew Holiday? They have Wesley Matthews, Grayson Town, Brooke Lopez. These guys are spot catch and catch shoot shooters. Ali Portis, he's a, maybe a shot. He, he's maybe someone who can create his own shot. But George Hill, Javon Carter, Pat, Pat, Pat Connaughton. These are all the guys who got minutes today. They're all catch-and-shoot players. We need to pick up Drew Holiday and stop letting him just dribble right in, right into the shot he wants and shoot off the dribble. And the last thing I want to touch upon is the officiating. The officiating in this whole series has drove me crazy. Giannis, okay, before I start on that, Giannis, I think, is the best player in the league. Call it reasons he bias. I had KD before the playoffs started, but now after the series, I think it's Giannis. Giannis, he's just a demon. He's a seven foot guy who's stronger than you. He'll dribble past you. Today he he made a three. I mean, he had forty two points today. He was dominant. He was absolutely dominant. We have guys like Al Horford, Grant Williams, Robert Williams. We have huge guys on our team. We have guys who are making who have all defensive team considerations, and he's babying them. So Giannis is the best player in the league, but. Now, here's the thing with the officiating I have. Giannis, on offense, every single possession, what he will do is he'll go down, he'll post up, he'll put his shoulder into the into the guy defending him in, the, in his chest and use his muscle to get a bucket. And that's fine. If if the officials are, are going to call it on that end, that Giannis is just bigger than you and stronger than you, and so that's a bucket for him, then call it the same way on the other end. I still can't forget that one sequence in Game 2 where Tatum did the exact same thing to a guy who was smaller than him, and the guy flopped, he fell down, and they called it an offensive foul. Giannis does the same shit. He does the exact same thing. But just because he's the strongest guy and the biggest guy on the court, they're not going to call it because they're seeing him as him just being stronger than you. But when other guys do on the other end of the court, they call the, they call it an offensive foul. That is unacceptable. The officiating has to be better. There was another play where Grant Williams drove in. We were down by four. It was an 88-92. Sorry, 88-92. And Pat Connaughton slid in for a charge that he took. And then they called it a charge. And, they, they looked, and the Celtics email Odoka challenged this. And in the challenge, you can see he was sliding his feet. He was still sliding. And they kept it the same call. The officiating in this game has to be... The officials have to get together again this offseason and just be more consistent. I think they, they did a great job this offseason eliminating the... You know, like the lean-in shot where everybody like... Where, where someone pump fakes, they jump, and then they lean into them and they shoot the ball. And then they also eliminated where like the the arm grab that Harden does or that Chris Paul does, where they where they grab their arm and and they make they make it a foul. You know, like all these things are, all these things are offensive fouls. So I think they did a great they did a great job and they're still doing a great job to call it, 
to to make the right call in those situations. I just want to see them do the same thing this offseason, but with Giannis. If they're going to allow Giannis to play the way that he plays, they have to call it the same way for every other player in the league. The rules cannot be different for Giannis than they are for Tatum or any other player on the Celtics. They have to be the same way. If they want to call the, the, the foul on Tatum, then they have to call the exact same foul on Giannis because he does the exact same thing. I remember this one play where, where Giannis was, was, he was posting up Grant Williams and he bodied him. He took three dribbles hard. He put his, all of his force into Grant Williams' chest. Grant Williams did all he could. He stayed in between him and the lane. He, stayed in, he, he was vertical. He was straight up. He was moving his feet. He was doing a great job. But Giannis is just bigger and stronger than him, so he got his bucket. It just has to be called the same way. Sorry, I'm a little sick, if you can tell the way that I'm speaking. Uh, to touch up more about this game, Jalen Brown carried us offensively. I didn't like how after he did so much for us on the offensive end, at the end of the game, in the last minute, those last two possessions, three possessions, the Tatum had the ball. Like, I'm, I'm Tatum's biggest fan. I love Jason Tatum. But I really felt that, that Jalen Brown should have had the ball in that situation. He is doing he's doing all that he can, literally, to create opportunities on the offensive end for us. Uh, Al Horford, he's really playing great. His offensive game, 4 for 7 from 3, 9 for 17 from the field, 16 rebounds, 5 assists. Like, he's doing all that you can ask and more. Al Horford's playing great. Uh... Robert Williams, only 23 minutes today, uh, not really in foul trouble, it's just he took a, a couple big blows from Giannis, he's being physical, he's trying his hardest, Robert Williams, he's, he's, he's doing a good job, uh, Peyton Pritchard, 0 for 3 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3, 2 fouls, I feel Peyton Pritchard, he was great in the net series because we could play him against guys like Patty Mills or guys like uh, Goran Dragic. But there's no really guard we can play him against in the Bucks, because otherwise he'll end up getting exposed on the defensive end. And maybe like George Hill. I mean, now that I look at it, George Hill and him had both exactly 11 minutes. So if Brad Stevens wants to match his minutes to, to George Hill's minutes, I'm fine with that. But if George Hill's not on the floor, I can't see Peyton Pritchard on the floor either. Derek White, Derek White did a great job today offensively, plus 9 on his, on his plus minus 14 points. He's really, I mean, he does that one thing where he puts his shoulder into somebody and then he'll put, and then he'll throw up that floater. It's a really good shot. I think he had eight free throw attempts created, only made six of them. Uh, and like the free throws, in the third quarter, we missed, I think, like three free throws back to back. So we need to shoot better for the free throw line. And then just, I need to see Tatum be less aggressive on those pick and rolls and be more decisive. And I need to see Jalen Brown get the ball more in clutch situations. And I still think Celtics can win this series. This series is not over at all. Game four is a must win, though. We can't go down 3 1, and I really believe we can pull this off. I think I think Ime Odoka needs to go have a talk with Tatum and just and just Make him understand the fact that if he's not shooting well, he just can't let out his frustration and just try and go dunk on someone or try and like put his body to someone in the lane against pick and rolls and against the half-court defense because the Brooke Lopez is going to be there. Giannis is going to be there. They're going to be there, and they're going to get in the way. So, I don't know. If, the, if, if, if Game 4 is like Game 3, 
then I'd rather have Jalen Brown with the ball in his hands at the end of the game than Jason Tatum. I think that's all I have to say for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of 3-Point Play, and I'll catch you next time.